All right, friends, here we are, the last Sunday in 2021, and I wanted to end with uh, this year with an opportunity for us to uh, reflect, to reflect. As a reminder, again, we are in the Christmas season, and we have still an opportunity over the next few days on the, you know, after the Christmas season is Christmas tide, then we have Epiphany, but we have an opportunity to continue to uh, stick with and, and savor the coming of our Lord, to cultivate joy and to feast together. Uh, and so let's not uh, move on to the next thing. It was Ron Roheiser who said that our society knows how to anticipate an event, but we don't know how to sustain it. And so Christians are called to sustain, to continue to feast on the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now today, yesterday was Christmas, and I'm sure uh, many of you, if not all of you, are opening up a gift or so to, uh, yesterday. But today, I want to give you a gift, a community gift, a congregational gift. I want to give you the gift of guided reflection. I, I know you're excited about it, the gift of guided reflection. Uh, we often don't live reflective lives, but today for the next 20 minutes or so, I'm going to give a short message and then an opportunity for you to think about your life in the presence of God. And so uh, I want to encourage you to get maybe a pencil, a pen, or a piece of paper, a journal, uh, because uh, I want to give us a moment for some focused attention on reflection. Our text, it comes out of the book of Lamentations, and I know what you're thinking. We just, we're talking about jingle bells. Why are we going to Lamentations right now? Uh, this is not a good way to end the year. And yet, I want to tell you, don't be fooled by the name of the book. There is some incredible things for us, especially in one chapter, one verse in particular, Lamentations chapter 3, verse 40. One verse I want to focus on, and then I want to preach out of it. This is the word of the Lord. It says, let us examine and probe our ways, and let us return to the Lord. Simple as that. Let us examine and probe our ways, and let us return to the Lord. Lord, we open ourselves to you on this last Sunday of 2021, and as we look to a new year, we don't want to do it without examination. We don't want to do it without self-reflection, especially in your presence. And so lead us for the next few minutes. Uh, help us to be concentrated and to open ourselves to the gift of your Spirit. We pray these things in Christ's name. Amen. When was the last time you spent at least 30 minutes of your time reflecting on your life? And when I talk about reflecting, I'm talking about examining your actions and your reactions. When I talk about paying attention and reflecting, I'm talking about paying attention to the stories you tell yourself and to the shame that you carry. Paying attention to the ways that God's word intersects and wants to surprise you in this current season of life. Paying attention to how you use your time. Paying attention to your priorities. Paying attention to your values. One of the biggest challenges in our world because of how fast-paced it is and because of how distractible we often are, we don't take the time to examine our lives. And consequently, we miss out on all the rich revelation that God wants to impart in us that only can be discovered when we take time to be still and pay attention to God. Additionally, our lack of reflection, our lack of examination often leads us to be dangerous people. And what I mean by that is this, whenever there is limited reflection, there's often dangerous reaction. 
And whenever we are not reflecting on our lives, reflecting on our decisions, reflecting on our values, we often live with a kind of dangerous reaction in the world. And yet we are invited in this text today and invited as we come to the end of the year to reflect on our lives. To live with wisdom, which is why next week we're going to be starting a four or five week series on the book of Proverbs to give thought to our ways. That there's something incredibly important about reflection. It was Henry Nouwen who said, and I want to paraphrase it, the great author, he said, we would do well to spend 50% of our lives reflecting on the other 50% that is lived. Now, I don't know if he wanted to be taken literally. I don't know if this was just a figure of speech. I don't know if this was just a general principle because it seems pretty difficult to spend 50% of our lives reflecting on the 50% that, are, that is lived. But the principle remains the same and true. That we are called to examine our lives, to probe our ways in the presence of God. The fact is, our percentage is often nothing like 50 to 50. For many of us, we spend 0.2% of our lives reflecting on the 99.8% that is lived. And consequently, we miss out on what God wants to speak into our souls. And so our text from Lamentations chapter 3 is so important to us because it speaks to us living with wisdom in the presence of God. Hear the word again. Let us examine and probe our ways and let us return to the Lord. God's word to his people in Lamentations 3 is a great word for us. And the ultimate purpose of examining our lives is to consistently return to the Lord. The gravitational pull of our lives is away from God. The gravitational pull for our lives is away from his love, away from his wisdom, away from his mercy. We find ourselves in all kinds of other things, but examination is for the purpose of returning to the Lord. We too easily go our own way. And this is what Jeremiah is writing in the book of Lamentations to a people who have gone their own way. Lamentations writes about, is a book about the ways the people of God have gone into exile. Because of their rebellion, because they've decided to live their own kind of life, because they've wanted to do their own thing, and because of their own decisions, because of their lack of examination, because of their lack of reflection, because of their idolatry, they find themselves in exile. And yet, even in the uh, presence of exile and in the context of exile, God speaks to them. Look how gracious God is. Even when we're making bad decisions... Even when we've gone our own way, even when we're doing our own thing, even when we're praying, my kingdom come, my will be done, even when we're totally oblivious to God's presence in our lives and it leads us into all kinds of disaster, God shows up anyway. And God shows up with a word of hope for his people, a word of restoration for his people a word of healing for his people, an opportunity to welcome his people back. But here's the condition the Lord says. I want you to come back, but your return is often contingent upon your reflection. Your return to me is contingent upon your reflection of your own life. And so Jeremiah calls the people of God to a life of examination. Examination of their hearts, examination of their ways, examination of their decisions. And like the people in this book that is being addressed to them, 
we are called to the same kind of reflection. Now, for many of us, there, there are various ways that we can reflect. There's two contrasting ways that I think of when it comes to reflection and examination. For some, for some of us, we know how to reflect, but our reflection is often done with regrets. We reflect regrettably. We look back only to be reminded of the things we should have done differently. We look back and think about the words we should not have said. We look back and look at the bad financial decisions we made. We look back and see all the ways that we've messed up and hurt other people's lives. And so many of us look back, but we do so with shame. We do so with regret. We do so with hurt. We do so with pain. But the kind of reflection that we are invited into is not one that's done by regret and marked by regret. The kind of reflection that we're invited into is one that's marked by redemption. It's one way to reflect regrettably. It's another way to reflect redemptively. And to reflect redemptively means that we recognize that there's nothing outside God's ability to use for good. That God can take even our greatest mistakes and somehow transform them into good. That God is always active in our world. And so when we reflect on our lives, we don't do so with regret. We are called to do so with redemption, with hope in our minds. And it's important to reflect in this way because there are important truths that we need to hold on to. And there's three that I want to lead you into. And then I want to offer a a brief uh, opportunity for you to reflect on your own lives as 2022 approaches. When we think about reflection, there are three important truths that we have to be reminded of. Number one, that God is always active in our lives. There's never a moment in which God is not active. Never a moment where God is not moving towards you in love. Never a moment where God is not trying to bring out his divine purposes even out of our human mistakes. God is always active in our lives. And the good news is that God is active because he knows how to bring good out of our mistakes. I don't know about you, but there's plenty of mistakes that I've made in 2021. And I'm sure you are the same as well. Mistakes with family, mistakes with relationships, mistakes with the values, my distractions, so many different mistakes. And yet God knows how to bring good out of our mistakes. And the third reason we are called to reflect is because there's a new future available if we would discern the Spirit's activity. The Holy Spirit is active And wants to give us a new future, but it requires us to reflect. And in order to examine appropriately and to reflect appropriately, we have to first locate ourselves. And I want to give you a moment to locate yourself. And then I want to give you an opportunity to respond to four very simple questions. Locate yourself. It's hard to know where exactly to go unless you know where you are first. Which is why when we go to the mall... and and you're lost, and you don't know where a store is, you find one of those directories, and the first place you look for is that little red dot that says, you are here. And it's at that point where you can say, okay, let me go this way, let me go this way, let me go up, let me go down. But you first, you have to locate yourself. And I want to give you a moment to locate yourself as this year comes to an end. What has impacted you most this year? What has drawn life out of you this year? What do you need? In this moment, can you locate yourself? What has impacted you most? How are you feeling about it? 
What's the invitations that the Lord has for you? Can you locate yourself? And it's in light of us locating ourselves where we're at right now. How's your soul? How's your relationships? How's your work? How's your self-care? If we can be honest with where we're at right now, we can position ourselves to open ourselves up to what God might have for us if we would reflect in the presence of Jesus. Where are you? When we identify where we are, it's at this place now that we can begin to be honest about what we need. There are four very simple questions that I want to lead you into. This is a good time to take out a pen or pencil or paper. If you have your phone and you're not watching this on your phone, uh, feel free to take out your notes app or whatever you have. But there are four really important questions. At New Life, we call, uh, we, we use the rule of life as a way to build the life that's intentional. A, a framework in which we are listening to the Holy Spirit to make decisions that are wise. Decisions that bring us, draw us near to God. A life that is marked by wholeness, not fragmentation. And there are four questions that I want to offer you. What do you need to be anchored? And so the first question, I'm going to give you three minutes after each question to in the presence of Jesus, just respond. And there might be a couple of bullet points that you write. There might be a couple of words that come to the surface. There might, your, your, your hand might just keep writing all together. But let's pay attention to the Holy Spirit as we reflect. The first question as we think about our journey is, what are the spiritual disciplines you need to anchor you in a life with God? What are the spiritual disciplines you need? As we think about a new year, maybe it's silence, prayer, fasting from food, fasting from technology. I know for me, 2022, I need a whole new relationship with technology. Meditation on scripture. What do you need to anchor you? And I want to give you three minutes and then we'll move on to the next question.
The second question that I want you to consider in the presence of God, and if you are on a good roll with that first question, uh, feel free to continue there. But the second question is, what are the practices of self-care you need to care for your body? Whether it's Sabbath, rest, finding spaces to delight, a, different, a new diet, how are you going to steward and care for your body? What do you sense God inviting you into? Let's take another three minutes to listen to the Holy Spirit's leading in this area. Let's go to the third question. And you might not see it, but ooh, I am giving you a gift. Ooh, this is wonderful. Uh, the third question that I want you to offer reflection in the presence of God is, what core relationships do you need in this season of life to support you on your journey? For some of us, I may, it might mean 2022, you're going to therapy. 2022, you're seeing a spiritual director. 
2022, you're finally going to join a Zoom small group or in-person small group. But what relationships do you need in this season of life to support you on your journey? Let's listen to the Holy Spirit over the next three minutes and feel free to write down some thoughts. Finally, let's go to our fourth question. And by all means, if you're saying, I wish I had more time, feel free to take as much time as you need in coming uh, days, coming weeks, to really pay attention to what the Lord wants to lead you into. The fourth question is, what are the gifts, the passions, the burdens that God wants you to pay attention to for the blessing of others? Listen, if you're part of our community... God has given you passions, any community. If you belong to Jesus Christ, there are gifts of the Holy Spirit, their passions, their burdens. And the hope is that you would pay attention to that, whether it's in volunteering, whether it's in serving the poor, 
whether it's encouraging others, but let's pay attention to the gifts, the passions, and the burdens. Let's take another three minutes, and then we'll close our time together. Amen. Friends, one of the greatest gifts you can ever give yourself and consequently to those around you is the gift of reflection, the gift of self-examination, the gift of interior examination in the presence of God. And the gift that keeps on giving is exactly that. May the Lord lead us into deeper experiences of this kind of reflection in his presence so that we would be a blessing to the world. I want to end, really, our 2021 year of worship with a verse that comes right before this 
passage in Lamentations where Jeremiah is articulating something about God and God's love and God's mercy. And I want to speak this over you as we close our year together. Jeremiah says these words, because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. I say to myself, the Lord is my portion. Therefore, I will wait for him. The Lord is good to those who hope, whose hope is in him, to the one who seeks him. It is good to wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. Let's pray. Lord, thank you for the gift of Holy Scripture, for the gift of your Holy Spirit, the gift of community, gathering even though virtually with one another, reflecting and examining ourselves in your presence. Lord, would you lead us in the way we should go? Would you give us everything we need as we step into a new year? And may all we do give you glory. We pray these things in Christ's name. For those of you who are, who've done this activity, I want to give you one simple invitation before I bless us. And the invitation is this. It's very easy to do something like this and go, oh no, now I have 10 more things to do. And that's not the hope for this. My hope is that you would ask yourself, what is the one thing, the one thing that the Lord is calling me to prioritize? The one thing that as I step into a new year, You might get to thing number two in March or thing number three in April. But what's the one thing that God is calling you to focus on that in his spirit and his power to go ahead and and, and make progress in? That's what I want you to do. Out of everything you've written, what's the one thing God is inviting you into? One of the ways to uh, take this skill and this practice to the next step is that after the end of the service, we have a sermon discussion time. And one of our pastors, Pastor Jackie, will be leading that time. If you want to have a conversation with someone about those four questions, it's usually for about 30 minutes, a wonderful way to connect with others in community. And so there's a link on Facebook. There's a link on newlife.nyc. There's a link on YouTube. Feel free to click that link and join us for about 30 minutes. We'd love to connect with you there. Also, I want to invite those of you, some of you are watching right now, and you've had an entire life never saying yes to Jesus Christ. Or perhaps, maybe you had a relationship with Christ and you came to church many years ago, but you're looking to start your new year differently. And you're realizing, I need God to do it. I need the church to do it. I need community to do it. And we want to serve you along those lines. Whether you are saying yes to Jesus, you want to follow him, whether you want to learn more about what it means to be in relationship with Christ, there's a simple way to take the next step. It's a simply text yes to Jesus. And to the number that's on the screen, it's, it's 718-424-0122. 718-424-0122. And if you text that phrase yes to Jesus there, one of our pastors would love to connect with you, to serve you, to see how we can help you take your next spiritual step. What a great way to end 2021, step into 2022 by saying yes to Jesus. 
as we close, wherever you're at in your kitchen, put that coffee down right now. I want to bless you. Uh, Open your hands wherever you're standing, whether you're sitting in front of your living room television uh, or in your car parked right now. Just open your hands. I want to offer a word of blessing. And for those of you, in in terms of next coming weeks, uh, by midweek or so, we'll have more information about uh, when will we return to in-person gatherings. Hopefully, it'll be sooner rather than later. So just be on the lookout on our website and on social media for updates on when we'll return to in-person worship. But let me bless you uh, as we end our year together. Brothers and sisters, sons and daughters of the living God, may the Lord bless you and keep you. Make his face to shine upon you and fill you with peace. And may you walk out of this online gathering in the power of the Holy Spirit, discerning God's will for your life, knowing that the Lord's mercies never fail. His compassion is new and his mercies new every single day. Great is his faithfulness. May you walk out of this gathering knowing that God has been faithful and will be faithful to you all the days of your life. I bless you all in the strong, in the beautiful, in the faithful name of Jesus Christ. And everyone said, Amen. Grace and peace to you all. See you next year.